Join us as we sit at the feet of King Solomon, one of the wisest men who lived on the earth. And man, did he have some family problems on this episode of Inverse. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for joining us on this episode of Inverse. In this season, we've been looking at different components of families, and we're going to look at the book of Proverbs, one of my favorite books of the Bible, Mm -hmm. and written or compiled by or... Solomon had something to do with the this, this book of Solomon, uh, this book of, of, of Proverbs. And but man, Solomon had some issues with with family. He had uh, a couple wives and uh, a couple say, hundred, say at least a couple hundred, couple thousand, uh, or a couple couple, couple hundred, yeah. couple hundred. Anyway, we, we need prayer because uh, we need we need we need prayer. And we've been praying before every episode. The Lord has blessed. Uh, every episode has gone somewhere different the way we planned, but it's always a blessing nonetheless, and that's the power of staying in the Bible in verse. So we're going to have a word of prayer, and we'll get started. So, uh, Sebastian, can you pray for us? Yes. Father in heaven, we're just so thankful that if any man lacks wisdom, that he can ask of God, mm-hmm. and that God is willing to give liberally. And so, Lord, we pray that you would do that just now, mm-hmm. and that the sweet, sweet spirit of Jesus may rest upon this study guiding us into all truth is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Well, let's go to uh, one of my favorite verses. And apparently, Callie is one of Callie's favorite verses as well. She was saying, we need to read this verse. We really want to read this verse. So, Proverbs. That's exactly wasn't that hysterical. Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. 5 and 6. And Jonathan, can you read that for us in the New King James Version in English? Verse 5 and 6. It says here, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. All right. So, Kelly, why is that your favorite verse? Why did you want to <laughs> juice that out for us? Yeah, the vitamins out for So, us. first, in, in verse 5, so trust in the Lord with all your heart. So, mm-hmm. it's telling how much and in what capacity in your life. It's not just trust God here and trust God there, but with all of your heart and completely. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, what you should not do is lean on your own understanding. Because, mm-hmm. again, sometimes we approach things with a divided heart. I trust God partially, or I'll trust God about these things. But also, don't rely on your own understanding because it's not as stable as trusting in mm. God. And then verse 6, in all your ways, again, completion and including everything, in all your ways acknowledge him, and what will happen is he shall direct your paths. Mm-hmm. So it's very... It, it's very specific, it's very practical, and it tells you exactly what you can expect God to do in mm-hmm. return for these things. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so far, this, this season on families has been a blessing to me. We've been looking at a lot of different components. We have stopped a lot of more components to go uh, in this season. But um, there's something about families that if, 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 it's, if it's good, it's really good. Mm-hmm. But if it's bad... It's really bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. And so the the Proverbs, a lot of the Proverbs have to do with family and relationships. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of wisdom here. And, you know, Proverbs can be sometimes a very difficult book to read. You know, sometimes it's like these fortune cookies that were just compiled together (laughs) and just random, like, you know, what are some some Proverbs that are dear to your hearts that talk about, well, let's start with the first, about first nine chapters of of Proverbs. It talks about women. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it kind of goes back and forth anything there that 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 pops in your brains uh that you that really hold dear to you well i think when you go to chapter five chapter five um, 
and you first start in verse 1. Verse 1. And Solomon is counseling his son. Yes. Right? And that's mm-hmm. one of the things I love about the book of Proverbs is a big part of it is my son, my son, a parent giving mm-hmm. wisdom to the child. Mm-hmm. And he says, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding that you may preserve discretion and your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Mm. Her feet go down to death and her steps lay hold of hell. Lest you ponder her path of life, her ways are unstable. You do not know them. Mm. So I think in this sense, he, he shows his son the danger of casting his affections on an inappropriate individual, right? This is you're loving the wrong person. You're giving your affections to the wrong person. And he, he lets him know that the, one of the goals of his wisdom in sharing in Proverbs is to protect him from these kind of abuses. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, when we're dealing with families and the mess of family, a lot of times when we get into the mess, we can kind of think back to someone's advice or someone's input, a parent, a friend, you know, an older sibling that was like, don't do this or you should do this. And we don't follow it. And then we get ourselves into the mess. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like this, you know, touchy feely, you know, tongue in cheek. Like, I don't want to say I told you so, mm. but I told you so, <laughs> yes. you know, at the same time. And so I think with Solomon, he's trying to essentially drive us home to the fact throughout the book of Proverbs that, listen, I love this because it lets you know if you just listen to the things that have been given to you, you're a person who is willing to actually hear and follow. You can protect yourself from so much unnecessary pain, Mm -hmm. so much unnecessary drama in your life just by listening, because so many times we think we're the exception. This will happen to Callie, but that won't happen to me. Mm -hmm. And I think as as long as Solomon says, pay attention to my wisdom and lend your ear to my understanding. Mm -hmm. Another aspect I appreciate about it is he doesn't mince words (laughs) like this is. It seems sweet, Straight. seems sweet like honey, but this is actually what is actually sharper than a two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's not like, yeah, it might be kind of bad, so think about it. It's like, no, no, this is very terrible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's like that's like the best kind of advice, but it's the hardest to swallow mm-hmm. because, like, man, don't be so abrasive on my senses and don't be so harsh. Mm-hmm. But it shows the desire that, in this case, you know, it has for his son to please avoid these things. I'm going to tell you directly how awful it is, so please avoid it at all costs. Mm-hmm. I know for me, you know, someone recently giving me advice. Don't worry, it wasn't you, Sebastian. I'm talking about someone else. Mm. Um, they're giving me advice. <laughs> I don't give and, advice. <laughs> and it was just so straight. Like, listen, if you, want, if you want this relationship to be happy, do this. If you want it to be bad, do that. I'm like, what? Like, why is it so black and white? Like, can't there be a gray area? Mm-hmm. And there are gray areas of life, but there are very black and white areas of life as well. Sure. And it like hurts us because, at least as a millennial, I don't like to be told what to do. Mm. And so even mm. if it comes, anyways, even <laughs> when it comes Preach. from a place of love, it's still just like, well, let me. Can I just figure it out the hard way? Like, can I just make my own way? Can I just figure it out? Mm-hmm. But it comes from a place of love. In the case, like my son. Avoid this pain, avoid the suffering by doing this instead. And I think, one, we need to give advice in love, but also receive it in love. And don't, oh, they're trying to control me. But they're really trying to take away suffering and sure. give you a, a better life if you just listen. Sure, right. sure. It's, it's, it is black and white. Uh, yeah. it, it does... It is... Uh, it hurts sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the introduction to Proverbs 
starts from chapter 1 and ends about chapter at the end of chapter 9. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about these two women. Yeah, it talks about wisdom. If you guys go to chapter 4, verse 5, get wisdom, get understanding, don't forget, don't turn away from the words of my mouth, don't forsake her and she will preserve you. So she's a woman here, yeah, and wis- mm-hmm. wisdom is awesome. And it talks about, as Sebastian mentioned, that other women. Mm-hmm. It can be taken literally, like there are some women that you just want to stay away from. <laughs> and then, But also Amen. just in general, there's, there's what they call folly mm-hmm. or or foolishness, mm-hmm. or just being dumb, uh, mm-hmm. stupidity, you yeah. idiot, you know, right, like, right. And, that, and that's all of us, we, there's these temptations, black and white, to follow each way, and if, and I did this when I was younger, I actually highlighted every time wisdom is mentioned, and then with another color, I'm a highlighter, I'm a colorer, and a different color of folly, and it just goes back, good woman, bad woman, good woman, bad woman, and then it ends, and after at chapter ten, then it says these are the proverbs of Solomon. Then you have the fortune cookie sayings after that. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so here you have, you know, it's talking about literal women, and you can, you know, these these are we find a good spouse, mm-hmm. but also right. yearn and thirst and desire wisdom. Mm-hmm. And we don't get that in our cult- culture today. No. We're, we're wanting you know, this is the last thing we want because, like what Kelly said, it hurts sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like ah. And I think there you know. there's something about wisdom. In, in the way that Proverbs presents it, mm-hmm. that makes the world seem fixed. This is the reality. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you want to think that, well, I can get around this. And when someone tells you straight black and white, it's kind of like, well, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to swallow. But I appreciate that God does not hold back, though, uh-huh. because he has to cut through all the noise that is surrounding us. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes with maybe there's a harsh word. I mean, the wisdom, you know, in the Proverbs, it talks a lot about disciplining your you know, children yeah. in, if they're going in the wrong direction. God, discipline is good. He's discipling us. He's bringing us back to the straight and narrow, and he has to cut through that noise. So I appreciate when God is mm-hmm. quite direct and maybe sometimes even comes across as harsh, but I need it. I know I need it. Well, let's go to one of those Proverbs that you mentioned. Let's go to chapter 10, verse 17. Mm -hmm. And this is in the fortune cookie section of of Proverbs. (laughs) Verse 17, he who keeps Mm. instruction is in the way of life, but he who refuses correction goes astray. You have this, you know, even that is now black and white. You have the idiot and you have the nice guy. And we all want to be the good guy. Right. But... I was talking to some of my students recently and they basically had a situation with a friend and they didn't want to hurt their feelings, but they already were hurting their feelings anyways. So like, yeah, Miss Williams, what should I do? And so I told them what to do. Go talk to the person. And like, you see like the pain on their face. Like, what? But like, can't I not? Can I just ignore it? I'm like, isn't that what you're doing right now? Yeah. How's it going? Not good. Therefore, what can we conclude? <laughs> but we get this idea of, like, there must be a third option. Like, I don't, I don't want to do what's wrong. I don't want to do what's right. Mm-hmm. So can, can there be, like, some, like, moral neutral? And it's like, you sometimes just have to bite the bullet and do it anyways. Right. But we just have this desire to avoid pain or avoid mm-hmm. embarrassment or avoid awkwardness mm-hmm. in some way. But to do what's right, you can't, just, you can't just hear it, the instruction, but you actually have to keep it. But there's mm-hmm. such a relief when you, when you actually heed the instruction and you go through that maybe painful process. Once you're on the other side of that, you're like, wow, that was actually really amazing. I'm alive. This is the way of righteousness. I'm alive. I made it through, you know. And it kind of goes back to the uh, first proverb we read that, you know, you acknowledge God in every aspect, in every moment of your life. That means that, I mean, who is God? God is everything. He is the source of all wisdom. He is wisdom, right? Yeah. He is all knowledge um, practiced in, in the perfect way. Mm-hmm. And so... He, he is all of that to us. If we acknowledge him in that moment, in that situation that might be harsh or complicated, I don't want to go through it, 
as he leads us through the process, we will experience wisdom is the right way. You know, it, it also reminds me, Justin, of another proverb in uh, 23. 23. Yeah, 13 and 14. 23, 13, and 14. Mm-hmm. And the proverb, mm. it says... Do, do not withhold. Yes. Mm-hmm. It says, do not withhold correction from a child, for if you beat him with a rod, he will not die. You shall beat him with a rod and deliver his soul mm. from hell. <laughs> and again... Right, this, this, this is, is the problem that every child is like... So it's... It's one of those proverbs that I really appreciate this proverb, especially verse 13, because it speaks against this trend against correction, right, Mm -hmm. from parenting to children in your family. Like, we've all been in a grocery store and seen bad kids. I mean, it's like sometimes I walk through the store with my kids, and I remember I was with my son, and, you know, as we're getting into the line, you know, he's asking for different things. Like, oh, Papa, can I have this candy bar? No, son, we're not getting any candy. And he sees the kid in front of him asking his mom for candy. And the mom's like, no, we can't have candy. And the kid starts throwing the groceries outside of the basket, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And my son looks at me and he's like, Papa, he needs to get a pow pow. Like, <laughs> he needs a pow pow? Like, this is my four-year-old son telling me. He's like, he needs to get a pow. Why? It's like, he's not listening to his mom. He's not, he's not being kind. <laughs> and so it's like, okay. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at the fact that even a child recognizes, like, that behavior is out of line. Mm-hmm. And when you mm-hmm. refuse to give correction or discipline to your child, mm-hmm. you're, the Bible says, listen, if you withhold this thing, you're actually sending them towards their yeah. death. Yeah. You're, you're leading them down the path of pain. Okay, when we come back from after the break, we're going to see what Sebastian did about this powwow, pow pow, whatever he's <laughs> called it, and look at how discipline needs to be measured with love in the book of Proverbs. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. You've been tracking with us. Sebastian was telling a story about how his son was commenting on other people's children and how they need pow-pows. This is a style <laughs> of, 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 of raising children. And so, Sebastian, share with us from the principles of, of Proverbs how that applies. So, Proverbs is letting us know that you should never withhold correction from your child. And yes. it says you will deliver his soul from hell. Mm. There's no parent under the sun that wants their child to go to, to hell. Mm-hmm. No parent wants that. And therefore, he lets you know that counterintuitive to what society is saying, which is, hey, don't correct your children. This is kind of harsh. You know, discipline is too much. Don't put them in timeout. Don't tell them to face the wall. Mm -hmm. Go to your room. There's all this psychology going on. But to me, you can't get away from the wisdom of the word of God. Mm -hmm. It trumps all of these these elements of research and, you know, decades of things of people saying, well, no, no, you need to get away from this. When in reality, we've all seen it practically work out. People Mm -hmm. who don't discipline their kids we see the results of that behavior and how that translates into society. Now, we've got to make sure that, this, that these, these principles are always balanced mm-hmm. and with Scripture. There are, there's an abuse of Scripture sometimes, yeah? Absolutely. We'll take this one verse and be like, look, I have now license to beat my children mm-hmm. until, you know, oh, yeah. whatever. And so the, uh, your principle yeah. of opt for, 
for discipline and yes. for correction. Yes. And balance with other parts of scripture, there is balance and love oh. and, and affection and all that too. So Callie and then Jonathan. Uh, two aspects. One is, yes, the point is to discipline and to correct, not mm-hmm. to let your anger out. Like, yeah. I'm so tired of this kid yelling at me, so I'm going to beat them yeah. now. Like, that's, that's never Proverbs has do. a lot of yeah, don't stuff do about, that. About, about anger. Yes, yeah, so the yes. point yes, of yes, it, yes. and also beyond that, being consistent. So... Sebastian doesn't just discipline one of his children, but disciplines all four. Seven? How many do you have? Um, so uh-huh. all four of wow. his children. Wow. <laughs> oh, says the one with negative uh, or potential. Zero. Anyway, we'll stop. No shade. No shade. You're going right. to. Yes. Anyway. I just, I'm sorry. You know I love you. Mm-hmm. So be able to discipline all because kids notice inconsistency. And that's what your son was pointing out. Like, Papa, that's not okay, right? And you're like, mm-hmm. it's not okay, but I'm my child. Which we're finding the latest <laughs> research for, for adolescents that they find their, their, their brains are so sensitive with pattern recognition mm-hmm. that they start seeing and with social behavior and mm-hmm. social yeah. patterns that when their kids are just like, on, oh, but when they get into their teen years, they start saying, dad treats me this way, but yep. that person that way, but at church, dad's this way. Mm-hmm. There's inconsistency and yeah. then there's mm-hmm. blame and shame going on, on and hypocr- cause of hypocrisy, hypocrisy yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And to your point, I don't have children right now, but I do have my high school students who I love like my, my Amen. children. Amen. And Amen. with them, Future I mean, students? yeah, any kind, anyways, any kind of <laughs> deviation, like they got in trouble for this, but I did, or they did, and they'll call you out on it. Yes. And you have to be consistent and loving that way. And even beyond that, and giving out discipline, uh, there are so many times, I've already, I've already noticed, and I'm kind of scared to have kids, is that even when you're doing something that's right and it's loving and it's biblical and it's best for them, they still might not like it and think that you're being mean. Mm-hmm. But going past that of, I love you more than I love your opinion of me, mm-hmm. and yeah. I love you enough to do what's best for you, even if you misunderstand. Yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's right. how God interacts with us. Right. Right. And, and, you know, Proverbs 13, if you could read that. Proverbs 13. Uh, yeah, verse 24. 13, 24. Mm-hmm. Proverbs thirteen twenty four, it says here, he who spares his rod hates his son, mm-hmm. but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of what, what, what you were saying, you know, yeah. God interacts with us in the same way. He's not going to just let us run you know, and jump off the cliff. He's going to warn us. He's going to warn us, hey, you know, don't do this. Don't go this Please, direction. Yes. I mean, how many times in my life can I remember when my parents were like, you know, this is not the right path. You know it, you know, stay away from that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we still go through with it, but then we learn our lesson and mm-hmm. we recognize, hey, you know, they were right mm-hmm. and they do love me and they do care about me. So as you said, in the, in the moment, uh, me, the one being disciplined, might not realize that that is actual an action of love. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, as we grow older and so on, we realize. Yeah. And so I'm just so appreciative that, that God is not just letting us do whatever we want. Nah, they're going to come know, around. My, my dad used to tell my brother when he would come home with bad grades sometimes right. and he would get disciplined. My dad would say, I'm not going to make it easy for you to fail. The reason why I'm disciplining you is I don't want to make it easy for you to flunk out of school and make nothing of your life. And then 10 years down the line, you're like, man, I never finished high school. I never, mm-hmm. you know, got good grades. I never went to college because he's saying, you know, you have to recognize that I'm so committed to the success you will eventually desire for yourself mm-hmm. that I can't make it easy for you to end up this way. Yeah. And I feel like God does the same thing. Yeah. You know, when he tells us, you know, that he's disciplining us out of love in the same sense is because God doesn't want to make it easy for us to be lost, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And if you right. think about it, if it were not for pain or mm-hmm. difficulties, some of us would never be saved. Yeah. That's true. That's right. Let's transition to some verses that I just think are one of the funniest <laughs> proverbs. In, tell us, Justin. Tell us. In proverbs. <laughs> All right. Proverbs. Let's go to um, chapter twenty-one, mm-hmm. verse nine. Verse nine. And, uh, Jonathan, can you read that for us? Yeah. It says here, "Better to dwell in a corner of a housetop 
than in a house shared with a contentious woman. Yeah, I, that just is, is hilarious. Now, there are the, the genders have been specified as a woman, but we can easily uh, switch that out as it with a contentious spouse, yes? Sure. But, I mean, you know, back then they had square houses and they were able to go up to the second floor and there's no one up there. They would dry stuff and they put all their extra goods in there. So it's basically, it's good to sit in a fetal position in the dark of your pantry than with a spouse that is just right. cantankerous, yeah? Mm-hmm. Now go to verse 20, uh, uh, 21, 19. Chapter 21, verse 19. And Sebastian, can you read that for us? It's better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. Okay, so better to go out camping in the where there's no one around with the wild <laughs> beasts and the poisonous snakes than living inside your home. Oh, and then yeah. go to chapter 27, verse 15 and 16. And Callie, can you read that for us? 15 and 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a continual dripping on a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. Whoever restrains her restrains the wind and grasps oil with his right hand. So it's better to have, you know, water torture than to be married <laughs> I like to, your interpretation to someone. It's so a modern, modern contemporary translation. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, JK, he's... JKV. He's a, JKV. All right. <laughs> the JKV. Um, now, it's, it's partially funny, uh, but partially, you know, our generation, the millennial generation, are the kids of, of parents, many who are divorced, who have had had a lot of strife, may have blended families, um, just a lot, or maybe parents were still married, but, you know, there's just a lot of issues still going on because of yeah. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And what, what, what counsel is Proverbs? What is Solomon, who had a thousand wives, 700-somethings and 300-somethings? I always get those two mixed up, but he had a thousand wives. You know, he, 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 he specialized in wifeology, or spiceology. <laughs> wifeology. Um, what, is, what is Proverbs saying mm. to us? What is this question can we take? Well, I think it's... I think it's giving us a warning you know people sometimes what you think you can deal with in the beginning may become annoying and almost unbearable over time like dripping of water you know like the dripping of water so it's just kind of like man you know i think i can handle this like this person does this and does that that gets on my nerves but it's okay we're in love and it's going to work out like five years down Mm -hmm. the line of the person doing the same thing you know having the anger problems being contentious being irritable over the smallest thing Mm -hmm. eventually that's going to rob all your joy and of your happiness. Mm-hmm. And I think Solomon is, is grappling with that reality that true happiness in life really does come down to the small things. And something that may seem small in the beginning can literally overwhelm all the good things that come out of having this relationship, which is being married and all mm-hmm. the joys. But it's just, man, this woman's contentious or this man has an anger problem. And mm-hmm. It just robs everything on it. Mm-hmm. I also yeah. like how this shows these issues are contained in the home mm-hmm. because sometimes people can look like they're fine or married couples are mm. like really, like they interact really well, they're respectful outside of the home, but then they get divorced. You're like, what What happened? What's going right, on? Right. But it's because these of... Perfect families yeah, online. But like little like, do you know, he's what? hiding on the he's hiding right. on the rooftop at night. Right. Like you don't know. Right. <laughs> and, but I think that also, again, what Sebastian says of fixing or focusing on these small things but about having proper communication and not taking out frustrations but talking through things and mm-hmm. yeah it's these things that seem so small like again yeah, like we love each other we're going the same way career-wise both want kids and we both love each other so it's cool yeah. but these small things can become these like torture as he said right. like 
different right. like water torture. Water torture. Water <laughs> well, you know, but one approach to this uh, for me that in, in my uh, you know I've been married for a couple of years now, and so some things I'm so experienced. And <laughs> <More than laughs> congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So you know, some things, as you said, it comes out and you realize, hey, you know, this is something that I thought I can overlook, but then it's actually really getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. But kind of turning the perspective perspective and be like, hey. Um, instead of getting upset and annoyed and showing that in my, or let that affect my, the way I interact with my spouse, um, let me pray. Let me pray for my spouse and let me, let me pray for myself. And so let's use this thing that's actually annoying to, to bless both my spouse and be blessed in the process. Mm-hmm. I think I mean, that's something that Jesus will help us to do because in the moment you just want to be like, oh, you're really annoying. Yeah. But then, you know, you, you, you trust the Lord and you're like, okay, yeah. Lord, just help me. Give me that patience and Vice versa, I mean, there are things that we do that sure. really annoy our spouses. That's <laughs> very real. Um, and so I believe that when we, when we walk with the Lord, He will totally help us in those moments mm. to kind of choose the right thing and pray and you know, focus on that. The, these verses to me have a, also an implicit message. Mm-hmm. They are exaggerations. Yes. They, they are kind of humorous. And I think even in ancient times, they did cause people to chuckle oh, a little sure. bit. Yeah. We'll be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think anyone who's married knows that, the, I mean, marriage does not produce happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, ask anyone who's married. They're, 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 they're not like, yes, we're happy. But it's, it's being, I always say this, being, make, being holy Mm-hmm. is what causes happiness. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're learning. We talked about a couple episodes ago about marriage helps you to be more like Christ as a result. Right. But these, 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 these <laughs> verses, because they're funny, it, the, the implicit message is humor does a lot mm-hmm. to, to, to lighten yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> humor can also be used to pervert a relationship, can be used mm-hmm. in a sarcastic, yeah. critical, yeah. you know, like uh, acidic way. Yeah. But there's also, I mean... We're all we're all idiots to some degree, you know. We're all the annoying, contentious woman or, or man, whatever. Mm-hmm. But levity causes some 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 what smoothing is it? Over. Smoothing over of of a relationship. Right. Um, so just a funny story for my parents that they do that a lot is um, yeah, they're very very funny. And they went and heard a preacher recently, and he talked about how when God or when Jesus calmed the storm, he told the storm to hush its fuss. <laughs> and so my dad, <laughs> well, sometimes my dad and my, and my stepmom are kind of like getting onto those nerves and like one of them will say like, honey, hush your fuss. <laughs> but they both start laughing. It's like we're fighting over something that's dumb. We love right. each other. We're committed. Like why right. are we letting this get to us? Right. So it's just a very funny thing to just comment. But yeah, just hush yeah. your fuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's funny. <laughs> well, um, I, I just think that uh, in a relationship it is so beautiful to see when we can you know, laugh together, and mm-hmm. we, when we both realize, hey, we both don't have it all together. I'm, you know, when we stop being self-righteous, and the, I compare you to myself, and you compare mm-hmm. yourself, to, you know, and so we, when we both compare ourselves to Jesus, we realize, whoa, we're, <laughs> well, we both are messed up, and we need His help. Yeah. So let's get through this together, and you on know, the same side. yeah, we're on the same side. Correct. And I think that's just a when you have that kind of communication with your spouse, and you have that, you know, that salt of humor in there. Mm-hmm. I guess it's salt, yeah, or maybe sugar. <laughs> it's, it's just something that really, really makes it, the process uh, more enjoyable. Um, you know. And that's yes. the realities of, like Justin was saying, that's the realities of your relationship. You're yeah. going to have those moments where you're going to be like, man, it'd be better for me to be on the rooftop than to be with this woman. <laughs> but the reality is you love them and you are with them yes. and you are going to stick it out. And I think that's The conclusion of Proverbs is Proverbs 31. <laughs> this yeah. is the, the Mother's Day chapter. This is the, <laughs> the, the your spouse's happy birthday chapter. And although it talks about a wife, this really is the ideal spouse, yeah, who's diligent, who is a 
affectionate, who is who's preparing, you know, all of life for the children, kind of. And really, this is a shadow of who Jesus is. And with all the back and forth with all the spouses and all the water torture going on in the book of Proverbs, <laughs> it ends on the character of Jesus. Mm. Hopefully you've been blessed by this episode of Inverse to be more like Jesus. That's our prayer. Hopefully that's yours. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, next episode here in Inverse. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag InverseBible. Until next time, this is Inverse.